that's it, even more. You're listening to Two Cents Radio with Rob Nico and Danny. This is episode 211 for February 8th, 2018. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. And this is Danny. Hey, How's it going? Hey, the group's back together again. <laughs> the band is back together. Oh, it's the great reunion God. all these years later. It's, mm. It feels so good talking to you guys. <laughs> I feel yeah. at home, finally. Yeah, it's, it's very true. It's a nice warm blanket that I can come back to every two years <laughs> <It> or so. <laughs> it's, it's like going to the dentist, you right? know? It's you go to the dentist and you realize, wow, I, ha- I haven't been brushing my teeth well for the last couple of years. I need some Rob and Danny mint in exactly. my life. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you guys are like my toothpaste. Uh is, is what I'm really trying to is say. That, does that really constitute a, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a compliment or if it's it's I mean you taste gross but you're good for me. So that's <laughs> what I'm trying to oh, say. Oh man, I've heard that about twenty times before. <laughs> uh guys, I'm so happy we're doing this uh, again. Uh, I'm Nico, debuting what I told Rob, I broke out the wine because it's a special. It's just a special occasion. <laughs> yeah, you need to drink. Uh... <laughs> You're gonna be hearing the two of us for the next hour of your life. You need to booze. Yep. I'm debuting my new mixer. It's I my my mids are high and my bases are low. Yep. And and it's a it's a wonderful sound. I want to. It sounds off. beautiful. We need to get right into it. Okay. Yes. I'm thankful today gentlemen i'm thankful oh boy and i think we should all be thankful i think we should all thank our lucky stars not for the presence of each other i mean that that goes without saying (laughs) we need to thank our lucky stars that celebrity big brother is in our lives Uh, yes it's agreed oh my lord i knew there was something missing in my heart and omarosa (laughs) and ross the intern talking about the white house is filled that gap quite nice don't forget keisha don't forget keisha too oh how could i forget keisha (laughs) now i I saw i haven't i haven't seen tonight's episode that you guys are referring to i was seriously having flashbacks as i watched tonight um seeing uh, the Keisha Cosby thing come up, and I was just thinking about us talking about Celebrity Apprentice, however many years ago now, where we were making jokes about Bill Cosby on Celebrity Apprentice. <laughs> and I seriously, I, I was like thinking of you guys both, and that's when I texted Rob, like, you know, we could do a show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it was bringing you back to a finer time. Yes, uh, good memories. Before when Bill Trump Cosby was, was was just a joke, and the world was better. And Bill Cosby wasn't behind bars. <laughs> Yes. Well, I think Bill Cosby is back to doing stand-up from what I yeah. heard. I did hear, like, he was hanging out in Philly. Yeah, he was, like, hanging out in Philly the week before the Super Bowl or whatever. Like, oh, the great reunion tour. City, City of Brotherly Love welcomes back Cosby. Oh, God. Like, crickets in that theater. <laughs> yeah, half this cast is Celebrity Apprentice rejects. Yeah. Yes, I it mean, is. It definitely is. So this sort of serves like a Celebrity Apprentice, like, uh, all-star season. But it is, I think, crazier and and more bizarre and surreal than any Celebrity Apprentice season there's ever been. 
I mean, I mean, obviously, in hindsight, now you watch Celebrity Apprentice and you're like, oh, wait a minute, the president is on this show. <laughs> but besides that little detail, my God, watching Ross the intern and Omarosa in tears over what happened to her at her stint in the White House was that talking... not kind of unnerving, though. <laughs> oh my God, it sent like, the shivers music up my and spine. everything. I was like, holy crap. This, it is the most compelling piece of political yes. documentary I've ever seen. It's the it's the greatest work of investigative journalism uh, <laughs> of the last ten years. Give Celebrity Apprentice a Pulitzer for the work that Ross the intern here did. Celebrity Big Brother. Oh, that's right, Celebrity <laughs> Big Brother. <laughs> and so, you know what the connection I made to that was interesting is I remember when they announced it over the summer, and I was like, you know, listening to podcasts or reading about it, and I was like excited that they were doing it. Um, was Julie Chen, her big like line that she kept saying was, oh, I had to take a pay cut for this. And then I found out that they offered Omarosa a million dollars to do it, and it was worth it. <laughs> oh, God. No, it's paid dividends already. It had. <laughs> she has done more for the country in the last week than she did for her entire year in the White House. Let yes, and you, know, and you know that the producers, Grodner is keeping her. She will be in the finale. Like She's going <laughs> to be in every episode talking about Trump. It was so I mean, the best awesome. thing to happen to Big Brother. I, I mean that that rigging of the envelope twist or whatever that was at the beginning. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, we're just gonna make what are you safe for no reason yeah, whatsoever. Yeah. They're like, oh. Omarosa, please stand on number five. <laughs> it's, are they mixing the mole in with Big Brother? That's exactly. Psst, I need the number five envelope. <laughs> Quick, send the intern over with the five envelope. That was the most obvious rigging of any it show was. I've yes, ever seen. Yes, it was. And, and I didn't even I didn't even really listen. I was texting Rob a ton while I was watching it yesterday. And I like totally wasn't paying attention and then I just saw, oh, number five. And I saw it was Omarosa and I was just like, eh, that seems about right. <laughs> <laughs> Who else would it be? Of course yeah. it's Omarosa. I saw the clip today. They're saving they... Meta World Peace. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the clip today of Omarosa and Ross talking before the show aired. I didn't get to see tonight's episode, but uh, I mean I, that was the highlight either way of the episode. Yeah, yeah I, and I like it, her crying. I like her crying, saying, "You know, Ivanka is there and Jared is there, but you know." <laughs> Besides that, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> and I wasn't sure if she was saying that. Ivanka and Jared are trying to talk him out of acting crazy or if they were part of the problem. She like didn't distinguish that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's probably the former, but it's it's kinda hard these days. Oh I, I, I I had no idea that she was this disgruntled with the administration. Like you Mike didn't? Pen, no, Mike Did Pen you not hear her interview crazy. afterwards on um with Michael Strahan? No, I, 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 yes. to be honest, I did not follow the Omarosa saga at all. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll give you the lowdown because I did follow it. And I, when I, I, anytime she was in the headlines, I was interested because I was, the whole time she was there, I was just like, what the F is she doing in the White House? I mean, <laughs> it was just worlds colliding that we were talking about this joke reality show and now the reality show is in the White House. And when, so when she, when she like she says she resigned, there were reports that were by other people in the office that were saying she quit. There were different reports saying she was cursing and screaming as she was leaving and she had to be forcibly removed trying to get to Trump. And he like didn't want to see her. It was like this big thing. And she goes on Michael Strah or whatever Michael Strahan's on. What show is that? Good Morning America. Sure. Uh, <laughs> sure whatever it is. And yeah. she's the talking Arabic. about it. 
she's talking about it and she says um that there were it, there were a lot of things that made her very uncomfortable and at one point in time she's gonna her story is gonna come out and she's gonna talk about her experiences in the white house and then uh is it robin roberts is that her name could the be other, yeah uh, yeah yeah i she, think you're right she's awesome she said she she um in talking about this clip said on the air uh by felicia about omarosa which was awesome and um <laughs> and and anyway then omarosa was announced to be on celebrity boo brother this all happened in like a two or three week span and that's what happened so there was a lot of controversy about her leaving and maybe forcibly being removed who would have thought that her story wow. would be told this quickly yeah. celebrity yes. big brother i mean if you haven't seen the the by felicia clip it's amazing yeah, I I have not, so I'll go back it's and so look good. that up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she I I'm I'm struggling because everything that I know about this world and everything I know about the world of Donald Trump uh leads me to believe that Omarosa fakes everything she does. Like nothing she does is authentic whatsoever. Yes. Uh and so I I'm I'm confused if this is uh, if these tears and all this concern about it's not going to be okay, we're not okay, is like an act. Is this? Yes. I mean, is she is she lobbying for a, a spot? In, you know, in the in the Oprah administration, like is this like a political move? Does she want a new well, reality show? I'm not sure. The other the other rumors are with the one million dollars she was paid apparently to be on Celebrity Big Brother, she was also given a possible talk show deal, and there was also I read rumors that she's writing a book about her experiences in the white house so for her i think this is very good publicity and everything i know about omarosa just leads me to think i don't know if i can actually believe this based off what i know from her past stints on her three times she was on celebrity big brother <laughs> yeah I something think. like that <laughs> yes. and, and as Piers said fired the most times in big brother history. <laughs> yes yes and you know what? i didn't actually see the first celebrity big brother that she was on i just saw her I saw the original Apprentice with her, and then I saw the all-star Celebrity Apprentice. I never actually got to see her with Piers, but I did see the clip of him saying, um, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's such a cunt. <laughs> Who would have thought all these years later, Piers is the one kissing Trump's ass, uh, in the oh my God. and Omarosa is the one bashing him. Yeah. Well, are we surprised, though? I mean, he was such a kiss-ass every clip I've seen of him on Celebrity Apprentice. Did you see the cartoon of Piers literally yes, like, yes. <laughs> licking Trump's asshole? Yes. And he was mad. He was trying to get the BBC to, like, take it down or whatever. And, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> oh, all these softballs. I love what, it. Where is he on this season? He should be on this cast. Yeah. I mean, yeah, at least in the jury house or something. <laughs> hmm. He can be the Dr. Will moderating the uh, There jury. you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, I, I got to tell you. Like, Big Brother has been losing me over the last couple of years. Yes, and agreed. I did, I did not watch last season at all and watched, like, half of the you season are, before that. You're so lucky. It was terrible. Worst season ever. Yeah, I, he I heard it was pretty bad. And that dude, Paul. Awful. who Awful. I, I hate him I, so much. I guess they can't keep away. He's, like, the bread and butter oh. of this show. Oh, my God. All the girls come back to watch that giant beard and I those awful so emo tattoos. I am tired of that two-time uh, loser. I will say... I will say, Nico, if you go back and watch, it's worth it only for the fact of watching him lose a second time. Right. It's just amazing. To the, the guy he loses to also, it's just yeah. it's incredible because the guy he lost to was horrible. <laughs> okay. Absolutely horrible. Yeah. In the best way. He was fun to watch, but a terrible player. Okay. I'll, I'll rewatch the highlights. You, you, I mean, just 
I mean, just that last clip is amazing. It's I I shouldn't get as much joy as I got out of him losing, like and feeling terrible about himself. But it was just so satisfying. I was so glad to see him lose a second time. I, yes. it really it really saved that season for me. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't save it. It's still my least favorite next to the that season with steve the nerd that one oh, i hated yeah. that one yeah that was i didn't even finish that one but how about the one with all the racists the on next it. one <laughs> well at least that one i kind of enjoyed and we talked to Alyssa afterwards yep. and like I, I was rooting for andy and he won so like that one i enjoyed at least for the controversy but uh, yeah it, it was that one was at least more interesting this one was just boring because paul everything paul said happened we yeah. wait we talked to Alyssa off of that season <laughs> yeah yeah for rachel's like sister yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, my God. <laughs> what did you think of that montage in the episode yesterday with hilarious. all the former house guests? Loved it. It was so funny. I did love it. My favorite part was all of, like, you know, the Omarosas and the Brandies and all of them, like, <laughs> pretending like they knew who the hell these people were. And then yes. Chuck Liddell just out of nowhere just goes, I have no idea who the hell these people are or why they're in front of me right now. Uh, it was awesome. What it a breath so of awesome. fresh air! But anyway, I would just say it's, it has been losing me over the last couple of years, and I think th- the only way to spice this up, and this was such a brilliant move, was shorten it to three weeks, keep it nice and quick. You know, no no downtime to you know uh, watch these people just do food yeah. competitions, <laughs> and and put celebrities in there who are so in over their heads and think they are so much more famous than they actually are. Yeah. Yes. It is the greatest season of Big Brother. I know we're only two days in, but it's the greatest, <laughs> most dramatic season we've ever had. It's great. Well, I, w- I will say, too, I really enjoy the fact that they have um, Shannon and Ross, and I think Marissa, too, who all seem to be actual fans of the show and understand the show. And also, um, Omarosa just has reality experience, so she kind of knows the competition part of it. So, like, having those four, to me, is really interesting because they actually seem like they get it. And then I also just personally love Mark McGrath because of I loved him on Celebrity Apprentice and I loved I saw Sugar Ray once and they were amazing and so I'm rooting for him just on a personal level. So I'm really liking the cast of weirdos they got. I forgot how grating he was on Celebrity Apprentice. <laughs> it was confessional. He's always way too excited. Yeah. Well, I think that's just him. And I love that Trump fired him for having a tattoo. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wasn't that his whole reasoning? He I I seriously have a memory in my mind of them losing the task and it was not his fault at all it was totally gary Busey's fault and he was in the boardroom and trump randomly says oh you have a tattoo on your arm oh you're fired (laughs) i don't remember (laughs) this at all i don't either but i bet you're right listening i mean someone needs to find that out for me (laughs) do do a search on youtube for mark mcgrath gets fired i want to i want to verify i like clearly remember being so pissed like what the f yeah. <laughs> no, I, I find him very annoying. I strangely, and I mean this in the most sincere way, kind of like the dude from Big Time Rush. Oh, God. <laughs> we are we haven't changed at all, Nico. We have totally opposite tastes. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> no, I get it. He's I, a douche and a tool. He's such a douche. I know, but part of that is entertaining. I find oh, it very yeah. entertaining. Did the, you – he seriously asked Omarosa, who'd you apprentice for? <laughs> that was the best line ever, yo. Oh, my God. And that was she was best. so nice about it. That was the best. Hey, baby, what do I know you from? I was in a kid show. <laughs> <laughs> where, 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 who the hell knows what big time rushes? Whoa, I had whoa, no idea. whoa. 
Whoa! Yo, stop! Wait for this. Rob, <laughs> wait for this. Bob Rob, shot, knew, Rob knew it. Rob knew it from his boy band like playlist. But <laughs> Rob has a poster of them hanging up in his bedroom over his his no. mantle. I have a big time rush on my playlist. I'm not gonna. Oh my god! <laughs> you are the latest human being ever met, <laughs> man. He sent it to me. I was texting him yesterday. He sent it to me, and I just responded, I am not going to listen to that. You're going to listen to it right fucking now. No! Don't give them the views. <laughs> Come on. This this is the greatest song ever. <laughs> the synth reminds this The like, synth in the background reminds me of like, the Jonas Brothers. Oh, yeah. It's very Jonas Brothers. Also, right up Robson. Yep. Come on, you can't. You gotta. You gotta jam out to this song a little bit. I just wonder, how did you find this? <laughs> like, how would you, of all people, you're like. I mean, you would have been way over the age group that they're targeting. Oh, here. for like, how sure. How would you have found this? I'm on the One Direction Reddit feed. <laughs> so you're checking out the I Heart Zane Twitter. <laughs> Come on, this is a good song. Oh my god. This sounds like a bad SNL parody. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm totally okay not hearing this in my life. Uh, it's a real party song. Listen, I like this guy, though. He's he's entertaining. The second he goes out the door, which I think is going to be this week, is going to be very sad for everybody. But didn't you love how Brandy was such a huge bitch to him, and then Mark was so nice and was like, don't take it personally. What happened to Brandy, by the way? That is, that is a woman I yeah. do not recognize. I know. From She was on it. The, was she on it the same season as um as Keisha? She uh, maybe. She was yeah, on I think it might have been the Mason. last. I think. I think they both were on the last Trump season. I think you're probably with yeah, Kate with Kate though. Gosselin. Was Kate but Gosselin like, here too? No. <laughs> too bad mm. she would have been great. She would have been um, great. She looks so different. She doesn't look anything like she did back like no. how, three years ago, however long that was. It wasn't I, that long ago, and she just looks terrible. Yeah, I mean th- those Real Housewives shows. It, I mean, you're better off going to a, you know becoming a boxer for 10 years and you come out of that it's just your lip is so plump no but it doesn't look good like just age with grace yeah well, none of these women age with grace you know none of these women. i think uh, Shan- oh do you mean real housewives yeah the real housewives oh, okay. i'm talking about. oh yeah it- i was gonna say i think shannon looks so i think she looks so good oh, um, oh. for however old she oh. is like she really i think looks amazing she does <laughs> She's okay. going to be my she, wife. Know? <laughs> Someday, Lorraine, you're going to be my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, how old is she? She's probably well within her 40s, right? Right? I was thinking in her 40s. She looks really, really good. She's 44. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. you. Would, I, I think she looks like she's like 35, 36. Yeah, she does not look 44. She played Nadia in uh, Yes, that's what I knew her from. That's what we that's all what know her from. That's the only reason she's famous. She got <laughs> naked in American Pie. That's the only <laughs> reason she's famous. What other? Do you... It's better than the girl that became famous just because Steve Harvey called her name by mistake. <laughs> yes, yes. How? I mean, that to me seems like. I mean, she's pretty. Don't get me wrong, but seems like poor casting. What has she done at all on the yeah. show? 
That's brilliant casting. What are you talking about? <laughs> but just for, I mean, I get it for looks, but can't you find someone who has looks who's also more, I mean, interesting? I am very interested. I was interested in me when she goes, uh, yeah, uh, Steve Harvey called my name by mistake, and that's why I'm famous. <laughs> she literally <laughs> said that. Well, I appreciate that she acknowledges that at least. She doesn't yeah. like pretend that her modeling made her famous. No. Right. I'm in a viral video. That's my but still, But now. still, no one would know who she was if you didn't say that. Yeah. Uh, I, I love is an idiot. I actually really love all of these people. I love Chuck Liddell. Meta World Peace isn't doing it for me. He's I a dud. He's yeah. a dud. I said that's wrong yeah. the second he was on. I said, why is he ca- why like why is he a part of this cast? I mean, they they should have known that he was going to be a dud. By the way, his I mean, name his name is the most interesting part about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For someone that had such a public story about that name change, he is kind of not eccentric at all. No, you know? no, he's so boring, and he seems like a nice guy. He seems like a really nice guy, and I felt I actually kind of felt bad for him when he's talking about his wife, but like, he's boring. Yeah, very boring. Who else is on this season? We uh, Ross is great. I like Ross. I've loved Ross since Jay Leno Tonight Show days. He's that's he's where I've, it too. That's where I discovered him. Is Jay Leno? Yeah. yeah, he 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 goes way back in all these reality shows, and he's always a breath breath of fresh air to me. Um, I'm surprised he was never on Celebrity Apprentice. Actually, yeah, I am too. He would have been a maybe great he one. couldn't deal with Trump. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, Keisha Knight Pullum's pretty great. No, because it is funny though that Keisha comes on the show and she's like bashing Omarosa for you know <laughs> for for aligning with with this evil yes, horrible yes, dictator yes. of a president. <laughs> like I remember a day. I'm young enough to remember a day, Keisha. When I mean two years ago, literally, you were on Celebrity Apprentice and fired week one. These you know, people have a lot I, of nerve. I was kind of impressed with Omarosa's ability to sort of fight back on that but you if you think about it though even on that season where trump was like you know why don't you call bill cosby like she she didn't call him because she's like not close to him so i don't think it's the same at all like i don't think she ever endorsed him like you know go like go see his comedy after he was you know raping women right i guess that's true and also and i do i do get the connection that omarosa said of like Yes, um, yes, Trump is leading the country, but Bill is there. Cosby is so important to the African American community because I think he was. I mean, he was. He was huge. <laughs> he was. Yeah, no, he was everything. He he was the black dad. He was. Yeah. You know? And it is kind of sad when you think about it. He's been wiped off the face of entertainment. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, the Cosby was. I, I mean, one of you know my favorite comedians of all time. It's certainly a hero. And yeah, no, it sucks. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I. The the parallel you're right is not a hundred percent there, but but it was smart on her point. I thought she I thought she covered herself well with Keisha. Yeah, it was not apples and oranges. Certainly, I mean, we would not know who Keisha Knight Pulliam was no. if it were not Bill Cosby, in the same way we wouldn't know who Omarosa was without Donald Trump. No, so yeah, yeah I, I mean, she was doing something. Listen, if if you were a prominent reality television show villain and that was your biggest claim to fame, oh, and then yes, maybe ex wife of Michael Clark Duncan. Uh, that was the only thing that made you famous, and you were offered a position in the White House. I mean, I understand there are ethics and there are morals and there are, you know, there is. But she's the vi- she's a villain, though. I but mean, how- come on, you would take that gig. I mean, yeah. me, me as a dumb fuck podcaster was offered a White House position. I'm taking it with any president. How does the <laughs> Trump cloud hang over Omarosa, but the Cosby cloud doesn't over Keisha? Because she doesn't. She's not close with Cosby. I mean, even. I- 
on The Apprentice, he said, like, True. I'm not calling him for money because I don't talk to him. True. Yeah. I Whereas Omarosa was saying, like, I mean, she didn't really make a – she didn't – she also, I don't think, did a great job of separating herself when she was, like, my loyalty – she said something about her loyalty to him. She kept saying that when she was talking to Keisha about, you know, her loyalty to him was just, like, Keisha's loyalty to Cosby. And I don't think it was similar at all. I think she is loyal to Trump. She still doesn't bash Trump. She just bashes the experience. Right. Whereas Keisha, I'm sure. I mean, I mean, she hasn't talked. Has she talked about Cosby? I don't think she has at all. No. I mean, she's coming pretty close to bashing Trump though in this episode. Yes, but she still didn't. You know, and it's like, how hard is it for you to say, like, you know, he's not doing a good job, or it's, I mean, criticize him in some way. Well, I don't think that's her problem. I don't, I, I don't think the problem is he's doing a bad job. Her problem is he 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 did me dirty, you know. <laughs> well, well, maybe. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. That's not what I meant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, this is this is just an incredible season, an incredible show, and I don't know how it's like. What three weeks? It's after the Olympics are over. These are over. Yeah, yeah. Man, savor it, people. Yes, so just cancel Big Brother 20 and make another celebrity one. <laughs> yes, get uh, get all the old, you know, get Stephen Baldwin in there, put Busey in there, <laughs> just, just recast all of the all of the regular characters, just recast them. Yeah, Audrey O'Day. Yep. <laughs> Lisa Lampanelli. Yeah, I was going to say, you need Lisa with, with what the F happened, Lou? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe NeNe Leakes this time. For this. <laughs> and Star Jones. <laughs> Star Joes uh, would definitely do it. Oh my god, I miss these people. I need them all on my TV again. I mean, if they have all this money to kill, if they have enough to give Omarosa a million dollars, why not just put Donnie Douche on the cast? Why not? <laughs> or at least Eric. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Oh my god. Just an incredible show. Uh, Rob, you need to catch up. It's, I do. I'm excited to see tonight's episode. It was. I liked tonight's more than yesterday's, too, because it was – yesterday had all the intro crap, and right. this one was – I mean, got right to business. Yeah. Definitely did. Oh, that uh, was awesome. Yeah. So what else is new, everybody? Nothing. Mm-hmm. That's, that's our show, folks. <laughs> all right. Good talk. <laughs> See you next time. Uh, um, Nico, have you talked about your career and stuff on the podcast? I'm not sure what you guys have covered. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I did on my podcast, if you want to go check that out. Are you open website. to talking about your life and everything recently or no? Uh, I'm I'm open to, without discussing the details of my former career, I'm open to talking about my because personal Rob, life. Because yeah. Rob told me you recently left somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I quit a job. I did. So t- talk about that a little. Let's hear about that. Uh, I needed something new in my life. Uh, I desperately needed something new. Um, and so I decided, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to quit this gig that was paying quite well and was quite stable. Uh, but at the same time was slowly crushing me on the inside and creating a (laughs) black hole in in the middle of my soul. Let's not Uh, use the word stable when we describe what you were doing. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, look, I I, I really don't want to talk about the details of this, but I, yeah, I, I I will simply say I, I was at a job that I was not happy with for a while. Uh, but I continue to do because that's what you're supposed to do when you have a job at a young age. I guess, and uh, I, I'm still going to school, and I was sort of doing both at the same time, and it was working out quite well, and what I decided was, listen, I cannot continue to live my life by, by doing the safe thing and 
you know, by, by doing the thing that's good for my wallet and, and not good for my psyche. So I decided, yeah, enough is enough. And I, I was going to walk away, go back to school, finish up my degree and continue on doing something else. Uh, and so I quit and uh, they offered me a lot more money. And so I thought about it. And uh, man, be prepared, people. If you're young and you plan on quitting a job, I will simply say this. Be prepared to walk away at all costs. Because they're going to try to do something to suck you back in, and uh, it's kind of important to stay your ground, I think. Because I I, I do believe I made the right decision, and I'm very happy. I've actually been more (laughs) happy in the last two weeks than I've been in the last two years. Uh, So so it was the right decision. Yeah. Did you – wait, so so while you were working there, did you quit your job – or quit your schooling? Like did you stop your university? No. So this was the other thing that was – Actually, they, they, they worked around my schedule quite nicely. They let me do both at the same time. And I was getting paid a full-time salary while going to school uh, Damn. part-time. Yeah. So it, it, was, it, was, quite, it was quite good. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, it, that's, that's that, I guess. That's in the past, so, and now the future is bright. So when are you done with school? So I'll be done in June. Uh, oh, congrats. Nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, finishing up the old communications degree. So it'll be great. I can... Uh, I can uh, freelance and edit uh, old people's funeral videos for the rest of my life. <laughs> Is that something you've done? No. Just no. saying. That's what most communications <laughs> majors end up doing. <laughs> wow. There's, there's another tip for you. Like, if you want to get into media, uh, don't, uh, 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 don't go to school. Just, just go, go and work. Just there's, go straight in. Yeah. There's no need to sit in a classroom learning about lighting. You know what I mean? There's, there's, there's no reason. I would like to learn about lighting because that would, I know nothing about lighting and everything. Neither do I. Everything looks like shit when I try to light it. Yeah, (laughs) me too. Me too. I realized that today and I, I I don't want to, you know, start bashing every institution in my life now, uh, but I'm now going to bash my school. Uh, I was uh, I was in a class today. I'm in a film class. This is the first film class I've taken in four years uh, or five years now of higher education. And uh, my professor's like, "Oh, you're you're graduating, huh?" Because he did not know who I was. And I go, "Yeah." He goes, "All right, show me some of your work." And I showed him, and he's like, "Wow, this is shit." <laughs> uh-huh. And so we went back and we talked about all the things that. Uh, that, that I had learned. He asked me, all right, what have you learned about this camera in this particular class? What techniques have you carried through? And uh, what are you going to do to ultimately get a job after this? And I go, eh, not really sure. Never really thought about it that way. <laughs> it's a funny thing, uh, college. It, it's, oftentimes, it, you get out of it what you put into it. And that's, that's what I find. You know? Oftentimes? It, I mean, all the time. <laughs> yeah, okay, you, there we go. Yeah, if if you want to learn and get really good at what you want to do, then like college will be great no matter where you go. Uh, but if you're like me and you just went through it because someone told you at some time you were supposed to go through it, and it's just a math equation of getting enough credits by the end of five years, uh, you're not going to learn that much. Turns out. Um, so yeah, that that that's uh, that's my life in a nutshell. There. Uh, well, that's depressing. No, it's great. Listen. Quitting, a really good thing. Dare I say underrated. <laughs> uh, Quitting, underrated. How about you, Danny? Have you been to any weird indie uh, concerts lately? <laughs> what famous uh, people have you met lately? <laughs> um, I don't know. If I'm, Not recently, I don't think. 
no, I don't think so. <laughs> I was telling Rob, I feel like this is. I've had kind of a shitty year for things I don't want to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, but oh well. Can you talk about <laughs> like, things that have happened? There hasn't been much. <laughs> oh, That's why it's been a shitty year. And and, yeah. the, and this winter, I don't know about you guys out there, but here in Nebraska has been relentless. Yeah, ours, been ha- ours has been pretty bad, too. Terrible! <laughs> that sucks. Like, I'm yeah. not sure it's been above zero here for a while. Like That really sucks. I live in a tundra. <laughs> it has not been above zero. Yeah. Are we talking Celsius or Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit. <laughs> oh my god! Like I told you, Nico, New Year's Day it was negative twenty-seven degrees here. Yeah, that's cold. It's- I was actually in Maine New Year's Day, and it was in the negatives too. Ah, man, falls were supposed to be dropping. Instead, they were <laughs> shriveling up. <laughs> And, and, yeah, and now we're getting cold. another snowstorm tonight, and I am just tired of it. I'm tired of winter. I am so moving south someday. <laughs> Do I, it now. So, I, we were talking about this. Where where south? I, I might go to Arizona. Arizona oh, sounds what? nice. Cool. That'd be cool. That's the new one on your list? I think so. Because I suggested Florida. Because what I said over text was, I have never met a more Florida person than you. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Rob would have such a low capacity for Florida people. What, what like, is there's it? So many, there's so many old people that he'd have to deal with. <laughs> like, the only reason I'd like Florida is because of the spa- the launches. I would love to just sit and watch rockets launch all day long. Yeah, that would be cool. I don't think it happens that often, though. <laughs> it doesn't. But, boy, it's big news when it does. <laughs> No, I mean, lots of buffets and uh, rocket launches. It's really good. I don't know. Albuquerque sounds (laughs) nice. Breaking Bad has really sold me on Albuquerque. I went there on my road trip. That's right. You did, didn't you? But we didn't really do anything. We, we, like, kind of just got lunch and drove through it. Yeah. You didn't do the Breaking Bad tour? You didn't see (laughs) I don't know if it was a thing. I don't think it was a thing yet when we were going through it. How many years ago was that now? It was in 2014. 2014. Yeah, Breaking Bad wasn't super... I, I think mean, it had ended. I think it had just had ended. It? Yeah. Maybe it, it had. It ended in 2014 yeah. or at least 2013. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah it had. Fall of 2013. Yeah, it had. Yeah. Jeez, uh, that was four years ago, though, that road trip? Jesus. Yeah, it was. I mean, I can't believe the time has freaking flown. I know. It's, it's insane. We're totally different people. We really are. Can you? I am. I definitely am. I mean,. How long have we been doing this show as a threesome? I started uh, in 2013 with you. 13? Yeah. But uh, like I've it's... been I've been so infrequent. Nico definitely has done it way more than I have. I yeah, but... well, not lately. I was 2012, I think. Yeah. I think I started in the summer of 2012 and I was a senior or I was a junior becoming a senior in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. And we probably broke some laws. Probably. <laughs> you having conversations with a minor on the internet. <laughs> it's probably, probably not good. Probably. And I am now becoming a 23-year-old man. So that's Have happened. you guys – like are you guys I, – I mean I like – I have – I've been like crazy. I haven't even checked. But have you guys been doing podcasts and stuff since? Occasionally. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like do you guys still – you don't do RFF anymore though, Rob. I right? don't, no. No. RFF is gone. Uh, well, two not... senses infrequently. Two senses infrequently. 
two cents is a little more than a dentist appointment. Yeah, it's it's okay. yeah, it's like a uh, it's like an eye test. We had one on <laughs> January twenty third was our last. Oh, episode. that wasn't too long ago. No. And but the one before that was in November. November. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. And then the one before that was also in November, but the year before. <laughs> I did one in the summer, I think. Yeah, you, right, Rob? Yeah, you did one but in the summer. But you were busy, Nico. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, we, we have not done them as frequently, and part of that was the job as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because the job that I had was so demanding. Yeah. Like, demanding – I mean, demanding as in – 13 hours of my day was put towards yep. it yeah. and the rest of it was sleep and then repeat. Um, but, but now, now we're back into the swing of things. Uh, okay. It is crazy to think about though, of, of just all these years later, like I where I was. I know. It's 2012, that, isn't it? I want to go back and listen. Cause I honestly haven't, like I haven't heard them since like, I don't know when we did them like years ago. <laughs> yeah. And I'm curious what it sounds like. I was just such a different human being i mean well, you were I, a high schooler i think yeah, that makes sense yeah <laughs> you ever go back though like and listen to yourself i mean either in like a home video or, or something you wrote and just think yes yourself, it's cringeworthy <laughs> man what an idiot i don't like to do that i hate it actually like i was so stupid it's like, like the, the really this dumb. day on facebook thing i'm like oh, oh my god what was oh, i posting I about oh look at that acne like jesus <laughs> yeah, oof. It is crazy, but we're gonna think the exact same thing about our present day selves. Ourselves, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ten years from now, you're gonna be like, "Oh, the mid twenties were not kind to Danny." <laughs> no, no, and they really haven't been. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in all honesty, they have. He can look been. back on that now and say that. What is he gonna say yeah. in ten years <laughs> when we're knocking oh. on the door of twenty thirty? So I'll definitely say this, but like I was telling Rob. I live in the worst part of the state by far for the gays. And the people <laughs> that are around me are so, like, fucking creepy. Uh, like, I can't even explain. Like, <laughs> it's so bad. Now, is it the worst part of the state for the gays uh, because there's not a lot of gays or because they're homophobic? Uh, both, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and did I have Grinder when I talked to you guys last? <laughs> yes. What? Okay. So you told me so, about it anyway, Danny. I don't. Okay, know how... so that app is. I mean, it is. It's the most entertaining, but also sad part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. It's so so bad. Wow. See now, let me ask you a question. You can confirm or deny. Uh, is my impression of Grinder is that it's an even sluttier version of Tinder. And Tinder is pretty Oh, slutty. Oh, yes. Oh, by far, yes. Now, yes. is that just the gay effect? Because, like, I, I, I know a lot of gay guys are, you know, very sexually, uh, you know, adventurous. Yes. To most straight dudes. Um, is it just that or is it the culture of this particular app? Like, is there, like, a, a moderate gay guy? I think it's, a, I think it's like, a, a little bit of both. I would consider myself to be a moderate gay guy. And the, yeah, the, the app, for I think, you? is just – say that again? Where's the site for you is what I'm asking. Oh, um, I mean, I've used it to hook up. Sure. Yeah, certainly. No, but no, no. The... Oh, where, <laughs> where is the moderate gay site? Is there one? Oh, oh, no. I, not that I found. I mean, I've used Tinder, too, but it hasn't been very successful. Tinder's not really – well, I guess Tinder would be more because I think if you're comparing the two, t uh, Grindr is, like, much more of, you know, that app. And Tinder is, like, sort of the other. But, you know, my theory is, is that – like, 
especially like gays that are my age or like even a little bit older, like you repressed yourself for one point in your life. So you're at least a little bit crazy. And when you're like talking to them, it's just, I mean, it's either flighty or insane. Like you don't have anywhere in between. And it's just very, it sucks. (laughs) There's no other way to put it. I'm looking at, I'm actually on, I'm on uh, Grindr right now. And some of the profile names I'll just read to you as I'm scrolling through. You have, and I'm reading the more appropriate ones. There's much worse. Uh, uh, there's one Firebottom35. Um, I'm sorry, that's funny. There's one Musky Rim. Six <laughs> uh, Six and Kinky. Oh my God. Pup Toby. <laughs> It's so bad. Uh, Keep there's going. One that's, there's one that's it's eyes and like like an emoji for eyes, and then the number four and that eggplant emoji. <laughs> <laughs> What's the four about? <laughs> okay, oh, but um, here's my question. It's so bad. So if you were to strike up a conversation with that, uh, what was it? Six six kinky. Six six and okay. kinky. Let I like me, flaming you, you bottom. Want me to read, you want me to read his? Pro- I'll read his profile if you want me. Yeah, to. I do. I want to hear about this. Okay, so his profile says, "Hang on, it's an ad." Also, when you click on someone on Tinder, it gives you a freaking ad because I'm not a grinder. I'm not paying for that. Of course. So huh. he says, "Oh my god!" So six six and kinky. That's his name. He has like a trophy symbol um, emoji after it, and it says. You're not going to get me to change my policy on not responding to blank over 30 or baby profiles. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm dealing with. Oh, he's saying he's not a pedophile. Is that what he's saying? No, I think he's saying, I mean, he's 23. I think he's saying that he's like better than everyone on Grinder, which he probably is. I mean, I, just, I also feel that way, too. <laughs> I was hoping to get a more of an insight of what's kinky. Uh, oh, I, I don't really feel comfortable reading those on. <laughs> They're so bad. Uh, um, now, wait a minute. Kinky Does everybody... is exactly, I mean, kinky is exactly what you probably think okay, it is. Okay, okay. I just was wondering. I, ha- I have a general idea of the biology. Um, I... <laughs> Does everybody on Grindr have a sexy username like this? Is uh, No, 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 no. Some is, there's one that this guy, there, I'm looking at one that's a like a ghost emoji. Um, some of the usernames are just like, it's not really a username. It's whatever your like tagline is. So mine, for example, says say hi, but some say like, I mean, there's some that are like, Hey, and there's some that are, uh, just the name of the person. There's some that say looking, (laughs) (laughs) um, with the eye emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, there's one, (laughs) there's one right now I'm looking at that says seek bro slash homance. I think that's an alliance name on oh, Big Brother. Oh, uh, the Hobag Alliance, oh, yes, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly right. <laughs> oh, my God. I like, can't express to you my frustration in, the, in just this whole community out here. And I'm, it's just – it's very annoying, and I'm sick of it. And I'm, like, I'm looking for dates and stuff, and it's just – it's failure after failure. And these people but are just so fucking weird. My, my impression of Grindr is you don't go on Grindr to look for a date. Right? Yeah, you're right. You are right. But okay. the thing is, Tinder, Tinder people will talk, and then they just ghost you, which is like they stop talking to yeah. you. Are there any, like, gay bars in your area? No. I mean, There's... I live in the repressive part of Connecticut. <laughs> I know that. No, I got that. 
I mean, but then again, like no, I could go to I could go like to Boston if I wanted to, or you know, Hartford or something. Yeah, that's probably the move. I mean, Connecticut. But my is thing is too. Of... Say say what you're no, gonna no, say. No, go say what you were gonna say. I was just gonna say like, for me too. Like, I just I don't want like flammy, and you can't really. I mean, I, it's just how it is when you go to the bars, and that sucks. <laughs> yeah. What I really need is like. I don't know why none of my friends can hook me up, but I need someone to just, like, find someone who seems sane and not too flamboyant and decent right. looking. Like, right. can I not find that? And I just – I'm very frustrated in the fact that it's very hard to find that. But not a lot of friends with gay friends, though, in that area of Connecticut is what you're saying. No, no. Because they all move. Like, I mean, they yeah. leave. And I don't I don't blame them. Yeah. Right, right. But they go for to, my, they... like, my financial and job situation, I can't really – like, at this point – I'm also going for my master's. Like I can't right now leave and I like, I have to stay for another year at least. And so right. that's like, it's just like right now I'm just weighing, what am I going to do in my life? And the next, like after, you know, next June, I don't know what my life holds for me, but I know it probably won't be here. Uh, I, I am in the exact same place. Uh, and, and I'd say this, by the way, do not take this the wrong way when I say this, but Connecticut having grown up here my entire life is sort of I don't want to say white trash, but at least white <laughs> litter. You know what I mean? It's like white recyclables around here, and it, that's most of the state. It's not just the area that you're from. But, but what do you mean by that? Well, I, just sort of. I find that we're a very pretentious state in a lot of ways. Well, it's it's it's. Uh, so I would think that would be good for the gays. Well, it's no, I, I disagree with that. I mean, I because like first of all, the, most gay populations I think are in like the cities. Yeah, like just because it's a it's a metropolitan type area. Of course, but, of course. I you know, uh, Connecticut I've always said is filled with people that think that they're better than Connecticut. Yes, right? it's yes, everybody that's true. here that believes true. that they are above it all. When yes, and really... both of us, both of us included. Right, yeah, but I consider us exceptions to the rule. <laughs> but I'm sure that's what everybody's doing. But I don't know. There is there's a pretentiousness, but nothing to back up the pretentiousness here that you wouldn't necessarily find. You know, it's like everybody thinks they're smarter than they are, richer than they are, more beautiful yep. than they are. And if they sure. actually were those things, they would leave. But they've decided to stay because this is where they feel comfortable and this is where they think they can thrive. But that's the case everywhere. You yeah, can, I kind of think that that's – I do think that's the case everywhere. Everybody that you're he- that's hearing your voice right now that is the case for them they just they're they've settled you've which is sad i don't want like i really don't want to stay here i need to i need to and for some people it's not good enough but in a in a sense everyone has settled i have settled i i've convinced myself and it's true that i'm staying here until i retire because my retirement is insanity good like my retirement is so set up so well that if i leave now i'm an idiot so i've settled i don't like it here the weather sucks here there's no (laughs) one here it fucking sucks but maybe someday life is gonna be better but why are you called the idiot for not settling like why? Why is that the idiotic thing to do? I because mean, it's, not it's the, the minority to thing to do. It's the thing that no one else has the balls to do, and yeah. everyone else points at you and goes, "Look at that moron not settling." Yeah, that's I mean, the listen, case. 
I this is the reason why I quit my job, and I don't want to be like I'm the hero that you know at, <laughs> at a young age. No, because I'm not. I'm I'm at. This is probably a stupid move too, but it's like I cannot get into the mindset that you've gotten into in your 30s, where it's just <laughs> at a certain point you cross that threshold where there's no turning back. Yeah, and I I, I yeah, want to avoid I don't that at all that. costs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want to be able at any point to just up and leave whenever I want. Yeah, you know. And and have is, that freedom. The thing is, I can up and leave whenever I want. I can, yeah. but I'm so I'm set up so well at this point in 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 a few well not a few many years down the road, nineteen years, uh, eight months now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Once you have a desk calendar, a flip calendar for your retirement, that's when you've realized, yeah. damn it, <laughs> what have I done with my life? <laughs> but I'm set up that if I leave, it's it's gone, it's gone, mm-hmm. and and I I can't I can't give up on that now. Right, I hear you there. I just for my own personal happiness, like. And I mean, I, I don't want to be one of the, I, I'm not one of those people that thinks you need a relationship to be happy. Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't think you definitely need that. I just personally, like, I guess, like, not to say I'm lonely, but this part, like, I don't have a lot of friends out here yeah. besides the people I work with. And it's like, it's just, I don't know, after a while, you just get sick of it. And I'm in my second year in living in the same apartment. And I'm, I like where I live. But at the same time, I, you know, I feel like there's more out there. Right. That I haven't experienced, and I'm I have that I guess twenties like wanderlust of I want to go and move and try something new. Ugh. God, I, did I don't not know. Realize we were contemplating such similar things in our lives. <laughs> wow, we are no. in the exact same place. <laughs> That's so crazy. No, I mean I I I feel you. I mean, and I I'm also not the guy. And I, I don't think you're the guy either that believes that once you leave, all of your problems stay back at home. I mean, that's no, a lot, no, of course know, not. A, lot of, a lot of the times people will run away thinking that they're escaping their problems. And no, way. and I know people like that that have done that. And it doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. And I certainly want to uh, avoid that. I, I, I will say this, and this is this is some good news. Uh, I have actually begun starting to deal with this eating problem that I've had. Yay! Oh, God. What yeah. what new foods have you tried? <laughs> so it's I, I I'm at the real infant oh stage. Oh god, like inf- guys, infant, if don't don't. <laughs> I, I don't want to overhype this because it's not. Had a bite of a cheeseburger. <laughs> no, don't it, it, don't even get your hopes up that much. Uh, <laughs> I, I tried a new brand of French fry for the first time. Oh my god! <laughs> and I'm telling you, it was the biggest step I've ever taken in my oh life. My like it, it was the it was such a big leap. Like I sat there with a Burger King French fry in front of me for a half hour, just like almost biting into it and not having the guts to do so. And oh I finally started bur- wait, doing. So Burger King was the new time. <laughs> I'm serious. Yes. Oh my god. I, I'm 100% serious. I've never had a Burger King French fry before. Um, um, it's not as good as McDonald's. I agree. I happen to agree with you. Uh, but that was sort of my mindset going into it because like you, I'm also considering a move sometime in the near distant future uh, and a career mm-hmm. change. And what I realized at that moment after really giving it some thought was if I leave, the same problems that have been haunting me here are going to follow me there and be even worse. Uh, and, and so part of it and part of the reason why I quit and I'm just like settling down and doing schoolwork for the next couple months is to be able to work through all those problems so I mm-hmm. can like kill it somewhere else. Are you uh, still living at home? I am. Yeah. Still living yeah. at home with with uh, no student loans to pay yet. No rent. No, Good you for know. you. 
so it's it's good it's great uh and so i i want to make sure everything is straight uh and uh you know i'm i'm, I'm sure you feel the same way yeah uh, because connecticut it, it does have a tendency to be kind of a kind of a uh a, a portal a, a... but the thing is you know what's interesting is we are like we're in a state that has a lot like i mean i i did that cross-country trip and i I saw a lot of America and we have like, I mean, we are lucky that we're able to access, you know, big cities and things to do. Like, I feel like we live in a state that there is a ton of stuff. So like we shouldn't feel like this, but we just do. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it, of course. Like we are a, it, maybe it's that's just you. All over the place. <laughs> you know, it's, we're right in between two of the major cities in this, yeah. in this country, you know, it, mm-hmm. I mean, Rob, you would kill to be, you know, yeah. two hour drive from Boston and New York at any yeah. given moment. Yeah. You it's know? awesome, uh, and it is great. And don't get me wrong, but I I don't know. I I think change is important. It's an important part of life. And I think if you're not changing, you're not living. Uh, and and you know, if mm. you're not taking risk, you're not growing. What what the hell's the point? There's something mm-hmm. to be said about not doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll I'll tell you, like one of the one of the like recent guys I was talking to was like. You know, I, I made a connection with him through Tinder, met through Tinder. We went to the same college. We were talking for a while on Tinder. And then we changed, we exchanged Instagrams and Facebook and that sort of thing. And then I'm like going on his Facebook and finds out he's like a hardcore conservative. Oh. And I'm just like, yeah. I, I just feel, yeah, I was more just like, you know, I, <laughs> I find, I find you attractive. I think you seem like a nice guy. But at the same time, I'm like, why do I even pursue this when I know that there's some kind of like just gap in your thinking where I mean not to be like super political oh, but here he goes get on your soapbox <laughs> well I'm not even getting on a soapbox but as okay, a gay Meryl person Street. as a gay person I think it's very very hard to say that you're pro this administration for you know a bunch of reasons but like I just couldn't get behind he went somewhere where Mike Pence was speaking and was like praising so, Mike Pence, but, and I'm just like, but here's a question. I don't get it. Here's a question: Like, why, if you found him attractive, had a connection, why is that a bad thing? And I'm not saying that to knock you at all. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm just wondering what is wrong with having someone uh, with opposing views. It's not it's not opposing views to the fact of if you're if it's conservative economic values, that's one thing. But when it's Mike Pence, it's different. Yeah. Like, I just think you can't to me, it's like a lack of either intelligent or intelligence or you're just not acknowledging what's really there. Yeah. Like in that sort of a cluelessness that to me is just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I just don't understand. And it's not even Trump as much. It's Pence. Like, I just don't understand how as a gay person you can want to go somewhere that he was speaking and be praising him for any reason. Well, I mean, I, I think and for- to me that to me, that's an immediate turnoff. Like, I'm just like, what are you thinking? I think and then I lost I, all attraction. and was like, I don't want yeah. to talk to you anymore. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm, of, I'm of two state of minds on this. I think I think like, number one, I, I, I don't know if supporting the Trump administration necessarily I mean, just because half of the country is supportive of them, and I and I know several people that are that are very intelligent. I I wouldn't say that it's necessarily an intelligence thing. I think I think you can you can no, and I'm not saying that either. I don't really care if you if you like if you like having a you know whatever you want to call him for president. I'm just saying <laughs> Mike Pence is Mike Pence, and if you look at his history of what he's done as a gay person, 
Like, I just don't understand how you as a gay person would want to support him. Yeah, I get that. I, I think more it's like a personal thing. Though, I just am like, I, it gets me mad. I'm like, just what is wrong with you that you don't have that sort of like you should know better. Yeah, I think more I think more broadly agree or disagree with it. I do think that part of a relationship. That's why I've always said, like, when people say like, oh, you, you know, oh, you're so unaccepting, you're so picky, you're so this, mm-hmm. that. Or, why are you excluding to certain people? Like when you're looking for a mate, you're looking for someone that shares your view of the world because mm-hmm. you're. So trying to start a life together with them and like and those people that say oh politics is not that important to a relationship mm-hmm. is not that important of a defining quality politics is i mean it like it is it is but i will say for me personally i really do feel like i can accept other political views and i don't really give a fuck it's just that view yeah that i mean you're friends friend. with us <laughs> yeah it's oh it's yeah. hard yeah and it's it's hard for me to accept that for someone that i would want to you know have a relationship with i would not want someone who is supportive of someone who hates gay people. I just think you you can't. I mean, it's just not even an option for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I, in, in it's the different dating, if it's a, if it's even if, if for all the other, I mean, there's a few things I'm pretty passionate about. That's one that is, it's not even passion. You, you know, it's just innate to who I am and, you know, and for people like me, I just don't understand how you could as a gay person be okay with him and be supportive of him. And it's just, I get like, I don't really like really, I feel like I'm more moderate left than anything. Like I'm not like a hardcore, I'm not hardcore liberal. Like I didn't like Hillary Clinton. I voted for Gary Johnson. Like I really, I don't Mm. like, I I didn't, I, it just wasn't, I mean, I, I just don't understand that view in particular. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's an immediate, like, what the fuck are you thinking? It's an, it's a necessary evil. I'm sure for that person too. It's like, I don't like the Clintons. I don't like the left. uh, And Trump is the best we got. And that's his VP. You know, and, and part of it is like you you talk yourself into like but I know you can it, still say you can still say I'm voting like I, I don't buy that you are supportive in that way, though, that like you can vote because it's the lesser of two evils. But you also could say, like, look, I just hated Clinton and I voted that way. Like for me, it bothers me when it's like for him like that. He's he's like, this guy is one of the greatest vice presidents ever. Like, shut the fuck up. Well, people did that for Hillary, though. I mean, like a lot of people that 10 years ago would have you know would have would have prosecuted Hillary to the fullest extent mm-hmm. when she was doing whatever she was doing yes, to Monica yes. Lewinsky and all of these years later <laughs> acting like she was some sort of feminist icon yes. you know it it's it's infuriating but that is politics unfortunately and i mean all these this revisionist history now months later because mm-hmm. this buffoon is in the white house uh you know we're supposed to act like Hillary was our jesus you know no that, that, absolutely not that is bothersome, but that's politics, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, it's here's an issue, and if this is the issue you align yourself to, you need to support that person wholeheartedly. You know, whereas the people that, and the that, issues I don't think are two different I things. Don't, I don't believe that, though. I don't think you have to say. Well, no, I, I don't like, think. It, I don't really feel like you have to say you like the person. I just think that, like, for like Mike Pence, like you can say, look, he's a fucking asshole, and I wouldn't have voted for him. I just had to vote for him. Yeah, no, I for like I, listen, economic reasons or something. I agree. I mean, I agree that's not the way it should be, but unfortunately, that is the that is the discourse we have now. But I get, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't get behind someone who would do that. Like, yeah. it just maybe it's a just a lack of character. I guess I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'm too picky and I need to shut up. <laughs> Well, you're definitely too picky. I am. I am totally too picky. All three of us are too picky. We are three. Flaming Bottom can attest to how picky you are. Yes. You haven't swiped right on Mm -hmm. We are three picky people on this podcast. Let's just face it. 
all three yeah, of us are friends because we are picky bastards. <laughs> That's <Yes>. so true. <laughs> the highest standards. I am extremely picky when it comes to women. Extreme, yeah. like more picky than I should be. I still have yeah. issues. I still have my issues with women. Uh, <laughs> we know that. We yeah, know that well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I have a I have a blind date set up tomorrow. As a matter of fact, ooh, oh yay! Already Where? asked a billion uh, in in West Hartford. Uh, oh, exciting! Going out, yeah. Uh, but no, but I'm going to West Hartford next weekend. Oh, sweet! Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's great. It's so snooty. It's every everything. I love it. I want fine. to move. I want to move there. Okay, well, so, yeah, we can. What are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, what do you mean? What am I gonna do? What are you doing for this blind date? Just drinks, just drinks. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but no, but that's happening tomorrow. And I've already asked a million questions because I I know that my my taste in women is uh is so is for literally that I feel like bust. No, not like I'm not like judging or being annoying, but I feel like you should just go in without knowing anything, so then you have something to talk about. Yeah, that's true, but I'm too nosy. Like no, but you you should tell your friend. Don't tell me anything, so that that way you're not like thinking about it constantly, and that way you can go and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But if not, at least you have something to talk about, and you're not like prejudging them. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a picture? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, so I I, I mean yeah, it's I'm not gonna walk in and be like, whoa, <laughs> jeez, did you shave this morning? You know like. <laughs> That should Man, be your I opening you were line. A good Thirty pounds lighter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, My friend is also is also her, uh, her advice to me is so true, and um, so she's a lesbian, so she has the other end of this spectrum. But always go. She always says, "Go by the worst picture you see of them is what they're going to look like in person." Yeah, it never is better than the worst picture. Right. Yeah. Don't see the pictures where it's only their eyeball in like a quarter yes, of the yes. face. Yeah. Well, that, that's a red that's a red flag immediately too. Is it's like okay, you're not showing body. I don't I don't know if this is gonna work out. Two red flags on a on a Tinder or a, in your case grinder profile is the quarter <laughs> face or the there's three people that are all the same sex in this photo and oh, I have to Russian roulette. I swipe left. I swipe left. I hate that and it annoys me so much. I just want to tell them like what the fuck. <laughs> And then you keep swiping through their profiles, and it's the same people in every. Yes, uh, and then it's like, oh, if it was that one, if I was sure it was that one, I would swipe right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, it looks like I'm going out with the Dixie Chicks today. <laughs> <laughs> Man, three for the price of one. Lucky. Hey, me. that's a good opening line if you both swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to good. stop using Tinder when I started recognizing people. Mm. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I recognize all sorts of people. Yeah, but I mean, but it I, shows up like who you're friends with on Facebook and I stuff. Personally, know them, and it's just no way. Mm-hmm. I, I just out. I've matched with many people that I I, I know in, in really in real life. Yeah, well, no, just and we just say horrible sexual things to one another in <laughs> <laughs> messages, and it's great. <laughs> If, if that were ever to get leaked one day, it'll, <laughs> there will go my congressional run chances. Uh, man, look at us. Just three single guys. Yep. Three All right, but guys. I definitely have to leave because I have to wake up early yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Danny? It was great. 
great. It was great it talking was. to you guys. So. It was great. I hope it won't be as long between it, the next it time. It won't be. You're going to come back soon. And Nico has more time. I have more time. Awesome. Yeah. And the people crave it. And the people yes. crave it. People are going to be so happy to hear that you're on the on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you for everybody with your enthusiastic tweets, by the way. It, yeah. it, it keeps us going. It Whenever does. we see it's like a happy, oh, there's a new two cents in my feed. It feels yeah. like uh, I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> I know. This and Nico, you're done too, right? You got to go. You have homework. Uh, yeah, you I, have, I do have homework. You have homework to yeah. do. So you're going to go too. So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to end it here. Okay. As soon as I find the ending music. There it is. <laughs> um, Danny, how can people get a hold of, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? It's a- just talk to you. Okay, just talk to me, and I can relay the messages to Dan. You, yeah, if you really need to tell me anything, just t- talk to Rob. Yep, talk to me. Or harass Nico, that works too. There just you like go. The old days. Yep. How about you, Nico? I'm at Funny Nico Tweets on Twitter, and if you want to hear more details, intimate, intimate details about my personal life, uh, TooManyThoughtsMedia.com, listen to the Nico Show. It's been quite we fun. We didn't even talk about the Super Bowl. Oh, Yeah! Go Philly! Yeah! <laughs> E-A-G-L-E-S! <laughs> Eagles! My best Did you friend, see that, that my... speech at the parade today? No, I didn't. Oh, you gotta look that up. It was incredible. My best friend is a huge <laughs> Eagles fan. Like, he he has gone to Eagles, like, went out of his way to go to Eagles games. And was so excited that they won. Nick Foles, my absolute hero. Oh, Carson Wentz is still my hero. Uh, Nick Nick Foles will uh, <laughs> Foles might get me to change teams. Oh my day. god, <laughs> yeah, I'm a big Nick Foles fan. Uh, you, could, you could stick it to me like he stuck it to Tom Brady. <laughs> All right, that sounds like a grinder profile. <laughs> and with that, have a good night. Everybody. Have a good one, everybody. We'll catch you back here soon. <laughs>